Welcome to the Dope Black Pods, the podcast. I'm your host, Tia, bringing you behind-the-scenes looks at some of your favorite pods. Stay tuned. Are you in the Dallas-Fort Worth area and you're looking for a photographer? Well, look no further. Patrick Crow Photography is a Dallas-based business who specializes in portraits, editorials, business branding, and event photography. He is an internationally published photographer and a visual presentation specialist. You deserve a portrait, not a selfie. Schedule your consultations today. Okay, thank you for joining us. I have an amazing guest today. If you would like to go ahead and introduce yourself and your podcast. Hi, I'm Experience Jay. <laughs> I'm Experience Jay. Um, my podcast is Past Due Audio Series and Kiss Audio Series. Those are most notably. Yes, I met you through um, Past Audio Series. And so I, I did also listen to Kiss as well. I know you have something mm-hmm. coming up too. So before we get all into that, so my first question that I have for you is, how did you get started in audio dramas? Um, what was your first production? Okay, so, um, well, I was inspired by uh, Issa Rae's Fruits. I say this all the time. Like, I heard that audio drama, and it, like, it changed my life forever. I knew that I wanted to kind of get into audio dramas and do, you know, that. I didn't know exactly how I wanted to do it. I didn't know, like, what that looked like. But I was like, okay, I got to figure this out. Um, It was the first time I had heard uh, an audio drama with an all-black cast and mm-hmm. just you know like people who sound like me and people I know and you know I had heard radio dramas and things like that in passing mm-hmm. but I was never really you know too interested in them until I started to hear characters that I could relate to um so I was like okay I gotta do this and at the time I was kind of going through this like early midlife crisis thing where okay I have all this talent I don't know what I'm gonna do with it like what am I gonna do um, yes um, and it happens, people don't talk about that early midlife crisis because I thought something was going on with me, like something was wrong. And like the fact that so many people related to this, I was like, oh, so this is a thing, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, I was uncertain about easy. my, yeah, I was uncertain about my life and my career's next steps. And I have all this talent. What do I do with it? Um, so I wrote it, uh, past due audio series. It's loosely based on my life. Um, so, I, that was where the idea spawned from. And of course, I had to make it more exciting because my life is not nearly as interesting. Because that was a whirlwind, <laughs> okay? <laughs> yes. So my life isn't that interesting, but um, I did. I, that's where it came from, that that concept of feeling like what you're doing is not enough and knowing that there's a next step, but not necessarily knowing how to get there or being on the brink of something and not like, what do I do with that? And you know, you're right there. Like you always feel like, okay, so I know I'm I'm at this turning point. Where do I go from here? And especially like you said, like there wasn't a lot of black audio dramas out there and I'm I'm pretty, you're looking and finding for, looking for them now, but there wasn't a lot, there's no blueprint. So you're just kind of going on your own. So I I know they said your inspiration behind the past audio series was loosely based on your life. Did you write beforehand before doing this? Did you write it all before doing your audio drama? All I've done all my life is write. That's literally all I know um, is music and writing. And so I got to put that to the test with audio dramas, uh, fusing in my love of music, um, 
a lot of people, when they know something is by me, they know it for that reason, because they're like, she's always going to fuse in some type of music yeah. and it's going to be like heavy music focus and things like that, which is kind of like my, my moniker, my MO. Um, so yeah, I, I love music and writing. I started out, um, and I don't even want to say started out as a, po a poet because I was still writing. Like I wrote my first book at like six or seven years old, um, stapling oh pages together. Uh, the baloney series, I called it, and it had like a main character. It was lunch meat and all the time. So I, this I've has kind of always been your lane. Always, always, always. Yeah. What's it so on the like the on the higher level? What is your process like? So you've you've had a couple of shows under your belt. You have mm -hmm. a new one that you that you're kind of working on now. What is your process when you're trying to create characters and you're trying to make the story make sense? Like, how do you already know like when you're going to end the story, or are you just kind of just going how you feel as you go along? And I was just about to say that it really depends on how I feel. I'm very uh, emotional when it comes to like my writing, so I have to whichever feeling comes out, like I have to go with that emotion. So my process is really that I don't have a process. Um, I will say these days I'm a lot more uh, character driven. So mm -hmm. I like to spend more time with character description because it really helps drive out the script. You know, I remember listening to Kev on stage and he was mentioning that like he got into like uh, film and things like that. And once he, he mentions that once you, really know the characters it's so much easier to decide like what they would and wouldn't do and that helps progress the script faster than it would if you just trying to make it up as you go along and he was so right because even after hearing that i was like okay let me spend a little more time with my characters like i even go so deep as to ask like what's their love language like what how do they give and receive love and especially if it's a you know a love story that mm. helps drive so much of the story you know even with their birthday a lot of people aren't into astrology and things like that I am and so it's like you know I'm like how do you add those bits yeah the bits of, of their personality and it just really helps you don't realize how much it helps build the story um so yeah that's really been where I've been focusing I, I guess a part of my process lately is Let's focus on the characters. Let's get so involved in them to where we feel like we know them. And then we, the story tells itself because you would know it wouldn't be, oh, no, they would do this or no, they would do that. We you know, know them so well. You know them. Yeah. Yeah. Do you go so deep too as like developing like their friendships or their families or do you just mostly focus on that person and then you kind of go from there depending on what your plot is? Um, it definitely depends on the plot, but I love to get into their relationships and how they connect with people too so and and sometimes that you're going down a whole genealogy you know kind of, of like the background story and even if that never comes out in the story mm -hmm. it comes out in the story you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. like oh this must be the way they are because xyz so definitely um especially if the relationship plays to the story even if the person like let's say it was a dad that wasn't in their life but like this is the relationship they have. Now you can see how they navigate with other men because their dad wasn't in their life and things and like that. And you know that, that so background with the characters. You know it, yeah. So definitely you have to kind of get into some interpersonal uh, So as people who are listening to your podcast, we only get to see like the end results. So how does it go about like behind the scenes like do y'all have like auditions do you rehearse and I know that nowadays everything is kind of like virtual do you got are you guys virtual or like how do you do your audio drama how do you set it up 
So I've always been remote. I, even with my first one, I, well, I started out using like friends and coworkers and things like that. Um, but even then, like I would have them like record their lines separately and send them to me. So I didn't mm. really like for past due, I did not have like any casting call or anything like that. And the same with kids. I think I, I had, a. I think maybe one or two casting calls as it got closer to me wrapping the season, like, um, because I didn't want all of her victims to sound like the same person. <laughs> yes. so, <laughs> I definitely like, you know, had to go out and, and diversify and it a little bit. Yeah. Diversify it. But, um, uh, as I move forward, especially like with Santa baby and things like that, I, um, I did a casting call. It's still all remote right now. Cause everybody is going through sometimes. So I did mm. have auditions not really rehearsals. Um, I like to give the actors autonomy to kind of give me their variety because uh, I found that there are oftentimes a way that I thought I wanted it until I heard an actor do it a different way and was like, oh, I like that. It you brought know? your horizon so, a little bit. <laughs> yes, so I definitely um, like that. I do, I know for future productions I have in my mind that I want to kind of do it with all hands on and having rehearsals and even recording together and things like that, just to give, you know, just to switch it up a little bit, but, um, it works for me. I think because I'm so anal, um, it, it just, it happens to work for me being able to do it both ways because I'm going to go with what I like. And if I don't like what I hear, then I can always say, Hey, can you say this line like that? Or can you do it? You know, in a, in a different way. And I always ask the actor to kind of send me a, a variety of ways so that, you know, inflection is important. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because yeah. it is audio. You know, you don't see anything. Mm -hmm. So with when you're doing this, do you have them, like, record themselves so that you can kind of see their expressions? Or is it all audio? Like, you can do it all from listening? Audio. Yep. All from audio. I don't need to see your face. I need to, you know... Now you could be making whatever face you want as long as the the it line sounds. comes out. Yes, comes out the way I need it to come out. That's that's what's important to me. Um, and even as it matches with the other actors, see the the mm -hmm. difficult part about it is that you have to make them sound like they're together. And so I'm definitely making sure that I put the voices together. If something sounds a little off, or I'll maybe go grab another take and add it in mm -hmm. and if I don't get, get that then I'll go back but I rarely have to go and ask for additionals it's happened but it, it you know it doesn't happen that often to where I'm like oh, I need you to do this all over you know I yeah. definitely like the voice characters and the difference of that and as you go forward are you adding like um I mean you did a good job anyway with your background with the music and all that that you're doing are you going to like props and like sound effects and all that stuff in the background too or I mean is that part of the process as well um, I definitely, well, all of my, uh, I do all of my sound design and they all have like very heavy, uh, sound design in them. Not heavy, but you know, well, past due was a little different. Certain mm -hmm. scenes called for different, you know, things, but yeah. it was more of a monologue, but it definitely has sound effects in it also. Um, Kiss was a little more, you, you heard more sound effects and I've been doing productions and sound design for other, uh, productions and things like that. So um, but definitely sound design is a, a big part of audio drama. So, and it's like, it kind of goes hand in hand for me with the music. Um, I'm usually, yeah, I'm usually hands on with both. Are you currently casting right now? I know that you you just started your pilot episode for Santa Baby. Are you currently casting for that or are you done? 
So actually, Santa Baby is a standalone project. There will be no more episodes. It Mm. was a one and done. Um, I want to do more projects like that where it's just like you get that one story and that's it. I have a lot of people have been asking me, am I going to bring it back? Um, It might be something that maybe I did leave it open ended just in case because I know me and I know like I might want to go pick it back up. Revisit it. Maybe so once like, a year around Christmas. That's what I was thinking. That maybe around Christmas, I'll go ahead and throw in another, you know, episode or something like that, to where you could just, you know, enjoy a nice, nice little holiday horror story. So, yeah, so definitely. What's, com- what's coming up the pipe? So, are you doing anything currently for yourself now? I know that you. We've talked mm-hmm. about past you and kids. So, what else is after Santa Baby? So, I am actually like writing. <laughs> so many things right now. I'm currently casting for an audio drama called Satin Cinderella. Um, And I I have a lot of people who have submitted for that already, but I'm still, you know how you just need to find that voice, you know? So you have um, an idea of what you want. Yeah, yeah. And so a lot of people have submitted and some of them will probably definitely get cast, but I haven't heard the voice that I'm really looking for yet. So I might... Um, extend the deadline. The deadline was uh, this earlier this week, but I, I'm definitely feeling like I need to extend it a little bit um, because I really want that voice. You like, I know when I'm going to hear that voice, and I have not heard it yet. So, um, where I'm can still people that. see that information for your casting? Do Do you have it posted on your on your social media? Yes. Yeah, so it's on my social media. Um, it's also on my Sh- just listen um, IG. And you can literally go to the website in the description box and all of that. So all of the What do you suggest for people who are who are maybe wanting to get into voice acting? I know that you say that like you'll send people the lines and you want them to do it in kind of different ways and different inflections and accents and things like that. What do you what do you suggest for people who are wanting to send you an audition or you know, what should they prepare for? Um if you've never done voice acting, it's going to be a little more difficult because you're not really going to know like exactly what to do. But I suggest um, definitely getting some equipment like because a lot of people are like, oh, I can go to my friend's house and record or I can go to a studio and record. And it's like for an audition, you might not have a lot of time if you do if you're doing all that. Now, mm-hmm. if, your friend, if your friend lives right next door, then cool. But like, you know, um, I suggest you get like your own little home studio set up, a nice mic. You know, if you already have a laptop, you're good. You can get a good DAW um, and things like that. But that that's probably the basics you need. Uh, some people have asked, oh, can I use my phone? And I'm like, I would not suggest that because a lot of people now, I will not say you can't use your phone, but yeah. a lot of people aren't that skilled to where they can use it properly so if you're you may not have, have a phone don't right, come right. here with an iphone 5 trying to think <laughs> <of the> quality. <laughs> it's gonna sound a lot different and, and you know it's like now if it was a professional person like if somebody asked me to record something on my phone i could send it to and it could still be edited properly because mm-hmm. i know what to do where to go so that you still get that sound that you'll need you know i've done a few lines that I had to hurry up and quickly do on my phone really quickly because I wasn't, you know, where Mm -hmm. I needed to be to get stuff done. And you can't tell the difference, but you have to kind of know what you're doing. So definitely invest in yourself in that. um, that If you want to be serious about it. If you want to be serious about it, definitely join some groups that might help. Because I know when I first started out, all I did was go on Craigslist, honestly, 
and um and Facebook and like type in voiceovers and like find people. Mm. Like you have to building community is is important because you're not gonna know where to go, what to do to find no. these things, you know. Um, so do and, you do you have any resources? Like do you are you doing like any coaching or like workshops or is that anything in the pipeline for you? So for voice acting, no, um, because I'm still learning myself. I want to get better mm -hmm. as a voice actress myself, but I do um, offer uh, audio drama consultations, oh, excuse me, I'm tongue-tied, consultations and uh, sound design services. So those things I do offer, especially like if you're starting out in audio drama and you don't know, like me, I didn't know what to do, where to go. I just kind of had to figure it out. And a lot of people are, you know, dealing with that. They have this dope story that they want to, to create and get out there and they don't want to do it in like the traditional, um, you know, film or television, you know, and they want to use audio dramas, but they don't know what to do. And so I definitely will, you know, help with that and assist with that. I offer a 30 minute and a 60 minute uh, consultation. And that's also on the website. So that kind of segs segues into your um, sh just listen. Mm -hmm. So, right. So tell me about that. So why did you start that? And what do you hope to accomplish with all that is under that umbrella? Well, you know, I've just been creating out here with like no kind of umbrella, which is it's very much like my personality. Like I don't need to be, you know, labeled mm -hmm. or boxed in, but I did as I started to realize other people were coming and requesting my services. Like, okay, I need to have something a little more official um, and just build out because I want to create audio dramas and different things that are like, heavily focused on sound. So even if it is a film or television, which, you know, I'm definitely into also, like, mm -hmm. I, I want you to know who did it by what you heard. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, um, yeah, that, that's the gist of it. Like, I want to create, like, innovative audio experiences. Because um, I love sound and I love, mm -hmm. like, how it can be manipulated and what you can do with it in all, in various mediums, you know? So um, I definitely, that, that's where it was birthed. So you are you producing other people's audio dramas or are you mm -hmm. just... So that's what you're helping people. So like, well, they're coming to you with a story and they need help with just producing it out. Are you writing as well? Or are you just helping them just kind of structure? Um, it just it depends. I'm, uh, I'm available to help writing. A lot of people who come to me right now, it's for sound design. Like I mm -hmm. did Heart Problem Queen season three. I'm working on The Ritual Sick, uh, which is a horror. I'm working on a comedy. Um, I did The Courtship of Mona May. Um, a few others, you know, so I'm definitely doing sound design for a lot of projects. Um, I've done, well, I don't even know if I should say it now because they're in hot water, but <laughs> I connected with Spotify. I was going to um, say Spotify. <laughs> and was able to work on a project, you know, um, producing an audio drama. So, um, That's awesome. I don't know yeah. that. Is it already? It's not out. out. No, no, no. Okay. No, okay, okay. Out. Yeah. <laughs> So, so yeah, like those type of things, I've, I've just been doing that. And um, and so it's like, I, I can do it myself or I can help you do it. I'm open to either. Yeah. Working. So, so, so they can go to the website. Mm -hmm. I know you said that they can go to the website and just submit their information to you. Mm -hmm. okay. Yep. Or they can email me at shh, just listen 
at gmail.com. There's no T in just, it's J-U-S. <laughs> Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, you have to put that in there because if you put that, it's gonna go to somebody else, not me. Uh, three H's with the sh. So yeah, I'll t- I'll make sure that I tag it on there. Okay. What, cool. so, what can we expect to see from you this year? What is like? What do you? The first thing that you're working on, or like, what's a small goal, a big goal? What can we expect to see from Experience Day? Um, honestly, so many things. I was kind of quiet in 2020 and 2021 um, because I was going... I think a lot of us were. Everybody was down. Like, I was going through a creative burnout, which Santa Baby actually helped propel me out of it. That was my first project from start to finish that I had actually sat down, wrote, produced, um, and got everything together and really put it out there. So I'm super proud of it because I was able to pull myself out. Like I had, you know, like in the months prior, I felt myself coming out of the burnout, but I still mm-hmm. couldn't, I didn't have that, oomph, you know, and that's really what creative burnout is about. It's not that you don't get the ideas. They still come. You just don't have that, that motivation or to inspiration get to get it out. Yeah, and so I was literally it. like, Oh, it was so hard because I had so many ideas just floating through my head and I'm like, I'll come back to it. You know what I mean? So that was like the first project that I was like, okay. And I gave what myself a deadline. You, what helps you get through that? Because I think, you know, a lot of us are feeling that. All of us content creators, all of us who are like doing all of this many different things, what helped you? And like, do you do you beat yourself up? Like what happens? T- tell all of me. It. Help us. <laughs> All of it. You definitely beat yourself up a little bit, especially if you have any type of imposter syndrome, which a lot of us go through. Yeah. Um, and so it's it's not easy. But the one thing that I will say is I try to give myself as much grace as possible and just say, listen, it's not happening. You're not jumping out of this like you thought you were. You thought it was going to last a month. It's a year and a half. You're still in it. So stop fighting it and just be in it, you know, give yourself permission to just be in it. And that doesn't mean that like you allow yourself to drown, but like, Mm -hmm. you know, while you're in it, you're figuring it out. It's not like you're just like, okay, I I give up everything, but allowing yourself that grace to like, there is a next step. There is a next level. And I had a lot of time to just like really think and propel myself forward by, you know, writing out my goals and what I want to accomplish and not being so dead set. Like I have to do this. If yeah. it doesn't happen, it doesn't happen. It wasn't supposed to happen right now and being okay with that. Um, and as I started to like really allow myself and give myself that real grace and not just saying it, not just saying those words, yes. but really applying it, I noticed that, okay, I actually would write like maybe a paragraph and I'm like, okay, this is okay. I'm coming out of it because I'm actually up and I'm writing. And so I just, I did not force it. Um, I love at, that. Because mm-hmm. yeah. sure like for you don't realize it and it's just like that is a big part of it, just not beating yourself up and loving yourself. Like I think um I like I that was a turning point for me at the end of last year. Like I lost my mom and like I was going through all this stuff, and it's just like you really do have to give yourself grace if you want to if you need to take a moment and lay on the couch for a couple of days, take mm-hmm. those moments because if you don't take those moments, you're going to, like you said, burn out and not do anything for months and weeks. And then you're just feeling, trying to play catch up and be in the rat race. And so like that is very important. Absolutely. And not comparing yourself to other people. Mm-hmm. I realized, I found myself at a time saying, dang, everybody's putting out new stuff and not me. And I'm like, 
So like I had to I had to realize that that doesn't matter because if I judge myself by what somebody else is doing, then I'm taking the focus off me and I'm focusing on what they're doing. But they already know what they're doing. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I'm never like when you're focused on them. Guess what? They don't stop creating. They're they're going. You're watching them and you're just sitting here watching, but you're not making any moves. And so I had to turn off all the noise and, and cut out everything else. I'm like, at this point, nobody else matters besides me and I you know you have to get selfish you have to say I don't care about what's going on out there like a lot of people are like oh you should do this because other people I, I don't care what other people are doing this I need what, to say it yes and it but it's it's hard because like and I know that you know at our at our our big ages you know social media shouldn't influence us but it does it in does. a huge way it does really influence you. you you look at your peers and you're just like oh everything just seems to work out and it's like no that's just what you see that's what you see. And so it's it's really hard to compare when you're just seeing all their good moments. It's like, no, they're just not sharing their bad moments. Mm-hmm. You just that, really that, have to. That part. Yes. You yes. really just have to sit and, you know, find your lane, stay in your lane. And it like, you'll progress from there. Absolutely. Absolutely. Love that. Love that. Okay. So if you were creating something, I don't care what it is. It doesn't matter what it is. Who would be. <laughs> In like your dream cast, who would you love love to work with? Okay, so um, I took this question. So I like there's so many people, but like when I thought about sound, um, I, Angela Bassett, I love her voice. Kiki Palmer, yeah, uh, she's so expressive. Yes, uh, Blair Underwood, uh, Regina King, and Tyrese. I love their voices. It, there's so many others, and there's specific reasons why I chose all of them. Like I just I love how they sound and I feel like whether it's film or tele, you know television or audio drama I feel like first of all you're going to know them as soon as you hear them and I think immediately. like immediately and I just like oh my gosh just to have all those rich voices in an audio man that would be that would be a that would be. What do you think since you've had so much experience in the different mediums what do you think is your favorite like so like writing like just poetry writing an audio drama like all these different things what do you think is your favorite do you have a favorite i don't it depends on the on the day i love writing songs um which i also do like i i love writing and like starting from you know from start to finish creating the melody and putting it all together like i love that process but i also like audio dramas because i can fuse in those things um but it's I don't know. Layers like, of it. Yeah, because like right now I'm even enjoying, I'm working on a few um, TV pilots and I'm just enjoying that. Like I'm enjoying that process. And so I, it just depends on the day, but I love sound. It's, so that doesn't, that part does not uh, change. Like I, I, I'm very heavily on what, what will we be hearing when this is happening, no matter what it is. Yeah. What do you do to... So like when you're going through these different experiences and you're getting, doing more and more things, like what do you do to upskill yourself? Like, do you take voice acting lessons? Do you take like writing classes and stuff like that? Like as a creator, what can you do to help grow in your medium that you're doing? Well, I know for sound design, I am self-taught. So right now I am taking some like online things to, you know, assist with that, to get better, to know official names for things. Cause people will be like, oh, <laughs> what did you use? I'm like, you know that thing that makes it do this? I'm like, I don't know what that's <laughs> called. But if you give me the computer, I'm going to I'll, I'll, show I'll, you. I'll show you. I can figure it out. Um, I've just always been good with, 
you know, electronics and technology. I, I actually, you know, was a technology coordinator for a few years. So um, those things come naturally to me. But again, knowing the official name when people ask, like, I remember the first time somebody was like, oh, what isotopes do you use? And I'm like, what is that? Like, <laughs> I didn't know. I don't know what that is. And then they're like, oh, it's, you know, the difference, you know, the sounds and things like that that you use. And I'm like, oh, I just go here and I click this and then do like this. And they have some already in there. And they're like, don't you know there's like a whole world full of isotopes that you can use? I'm like, I did it. But now that I know, I'm going to be even better because I'm about to. Yeah. 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 So definitely, I am, once you, I'm a person like, once you show me something once, I got it. You show me it twice, it's mine. I, I'm going to, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, definitely. That's good. So, well, thank you so much for. So you'll have to just share all your information so that we can tap in with you because um, you be having some good stuff. Now you do also show you showcase other black audio dramas, right? Oh, mm -hmm. so we didn't talk about um, black audio dramas exist. Tell me about okay. that. So black audio dramas is exists. It's just a place where we promote um, black audio dramas written, starring, created produced by uh, Black creators. And um, it was something that I wanted to do because again, when I first started past due, I didn't know anybody. And I was just mm -hmm. like, once I started to really, like I felt like a stalker. I was on Google, like Black audio dramas, trying to find others. And, and you there's, know, not, there's not, we need your resource because there's not, <laughs> it's hard to find them. Mm -hmm. And so just, you know, putting that out there. And then Aisha Casey from Deadbeat, uh, yes. she, she reached out to me and was like, oh, I like what you're doing. You know, how can I help? I'm like, we can tag team this thing. So um, that's what we've been doing. Like just bringing everybody together. And um, if there's a, you know, if you have an audio drama and you may have created it a year ago and it's already out there, but you don't have a lot of listeners, reach out to us and we'll put you, you know, in our database and we'll promote you and things like that. We're just trying to, we want to build. That's basically the bottom line. We want to build and, and get you mm -hmm. seen. And like you said, it's just a resource for you. Like if you're looking for audio dramas, because I love audio dramas too. I absolutely mm -hmm. do love them. And so, because it's just a different aspect of the podcast community. It's like this little like stepchild over here that nobody it really is. gets into. It and is. so um, I, I, I love that resource. So where is it? Is it on your site for just listen or does it have its own space? It has its own space. Um, if you follow Black Audio Dramas Exist on, um, on IG, uh, the link is in the description box and you can click and go right to um, the site we have. I've, I've actually been updating it. So um, I just up, put some fresh new audio dramas in there. And as well Ooh. as um, I just added a section for like new audio dramas. So like I, we can highlight you if you have a brand new, you know, thing. So we're still working on, you know, all of those things, but yes, absolutely. What are your, what are your hashtags? I know that you did create a couple of hashtags for your different posts that you do. Is it just black audio dramas exist when people who, if, if you have an audio drama, did, can they mm -hmm. just use that hashtag too? They can, they can definitely <laughs> use that hashtag. Um, there's a few others that are escaping me right now. So excuse me, but Black yes, we have a few. Shows. Yeah, because um, during the pandemic and during like, you know, early when they were first trying to make Juneteenth a holiday, we, yes. we basically got together and was like, oh, we're going to put, you know, the top 
uh, black shows and, yes. and you know we want to see it in the top and it actually worked you know um and so that was cool to see you know black audio dramas in the top uh 100 top 50 mm -hmm. uh podcasts on on apple podcast so that was really dope um and i want to do more things like that but like that takes a village and so it's really hard to keep up so <laughs> you know if everybody's it really not does. in it yeah if everybody's not in it it doesn't work uh but yeah, doing different things like that. Right now, um, we're actually, there's a contest that we're, well, a challenge that we're kind of doing um, for the month of February. So we're asking that Black audio drama creators come together and create uh, a standalone project, uh, 10 to 15 minutes uh, with the topic Black love. So there's still time. I think the deadline is the 20th. So if you're interested, you know, get with other Black creators and create, uh, yeah. And create something. Yes, create for something us to hear. for us to hear, and so we're going to showcase them and all of those and that all of that. So I'm excited about that too. Well, thank you so much for joining me and telling us about all your different things, your audio dramas. I, I will get your links from you so that I can link it to the to the episode. And I appreciate you for coming by. Perfect. I have a great time. Thank you for having me. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening. Please be sure to visit the podcast directory at dopeapause.com.